0: Good evening and welcome to He's Hit The Bar after week break I am back to episode 20, a little milestone for us A little bit of applause please, gents you <laughs> have obviously not been practising the fake crowd noise at home um, Tonight it's me, J.K. and Corf how are we doing boys? All good mate, all good Very good We are tonight. How about you? Um, Not too bad, not too bad. I had a week off, um, uh, but Gareth still hasn't picked me for the squad, so I'm back doing the the day job here. So, you know, you can't win them all. Can't win them all. Mm. Um, Decent Premier League over the weekend um, and a decent-sized week of it. Um, We've got England ahead this week, um, but let's get straight into it. And, I mean, City-Liverpool really is the first place to start. Um, One all. What did we make of it? I, I mean, I came out of it thinking at the end it was a better result for Liverpool as they were sort of running out of gas. But what, what did you make of it, Corf?
1: Yeah, they, they um, Liverpool kind of came away with that thinking. Yeah, we've we've got a good point here because I mean, Man City were for most of it they were the better team. I thought, um, and obviously unlucky with De Bruyne. I mean, De Bruyne's penalty was. Awful. Um, Unbelievable. Shows he's human though. Shows he's yep. human. Very true. Um, yeah. I mean, something's not something's not right at City at the moment. But um, yeah, I think the r- result, yeah, good for Liverpool. Um, I don't think it says too much really for the league at the moment. doesn't really tell us anything, to be honest.
0: I think that was about a fair result. I would have said possibly Liverpool in the first 20 minutes could have been out of sight if they had a final ball in them. Um, I do think they're missing Tiago actually. Um, mm. And I don't think the Jota, Firmino, Mane, Salah quadruplet particularly worked. But, I, J.K., what did you make of it?
2: Yeah, I pretty much agree with what you've both just said. I actually thought it was probably the worst game I've seen Wijnaldum have for a long time. I don't know yeah, if it's a sort of he head-turned or what. be
0: nice, first off.
2: Yeah, and I, I I can't make my mind up on that front four whether I thought it was genius from Klopp because it was working for 20 minutes, but then Firmino was shattered after about 35 and ended up taking my foot 60 minutes something like that. So mm. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure he'll do that again. But it's nice to just see that I don't know, like you say De Bruyne is human. City aren't just going to turn everyone over, and I, I'm not sure their squad's that
1: great
0: it this did, season. Yeah, it yeah. did look like two. Uh, quality sides, but normal sides, if you know what I mean. It didn't look like they were... Yeah. It wasn't one of those games where you come out and go, "Shit, Liverpool and City are miles ahead. I mean, they are ahead, yes, th- but they live weak in I think, bits.
2: I think if you put Van Dyke and Thiago in there, and the only one I guess that City are missing is Aguero, maybe Mares. Have I missed anyone
0: uh, else? It was in the middle for them, so no, it was Rodri and... Um, McGann was playing, wasn't he, with Rodri? Well, he, yeah. he was on the pitch. Whether he was actually taking part <laughs> another question, uh, yeah, yeah, no, really, Aguero is the only one that can help. Yeah. yeah, it kind of, it, for me it reminded me of the one the game they had uh, last season
1: um, during lockdown, where it was obviously in terms of not the result obviously, but the way the game kind of it was like a nothing game, and this mm. one felt a bit similar, like. Um, I know a draw, obviously, doesn't really, like I said, doesn't really show us who's going to be winning the title. But it just felt like both teams didn't really... Go all yeah, out. There's almost like there was, nothing, there was nothing riding on the game. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was a bit odd in that sense. Yeah. They didn't really seem... want to lose, did they?
0: Yeah. yeah. It very much seems um, they were both sort of running on empty by the end of it. And that sort of leads me into my next point. Um, obviously, Trent, um, Alexander-Arnold got injured late on um five subs point came up again um yesterday and today what do you think about that is it something actually that you've seen a particularly a particular rise in cases i haven't to be honest i think it's a bit of a a bit of a, a big I club advantage
2: i think it's a pet you look at both ways quite you say the biggest sorry the bigger, better, richer clubs, if you like, have in theory got a deeper, better squad. But the teams that are low on numbers, I guess they might want to use their squad more as well. It's it's difficult. I don't think anyone really gains an advantage, if I'm honest. But five, I don't see why they don't just do five subs. There's definitely been more hamstrings, calves, little niggly injuries. But then... Eight games in, maybe there was eight games in last year. I've got no idea. Really,
0: it, it does seem odd the fact we're the only. I think we're the probably the only league in Europe, or especially in the big leagues, there are only three mm. clubs. Um, do you think it will sort of count against the clubs possibly in Europe? Corf.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting with these with these squads and these fixes because the big the the bigger teams have have the bigger squads, but they're not really using them. So, for example, like Pep at the weekend, he only used one sub um, and you kind of think, well, you've got a better squad than everyone else to so start using them. But yeah, I think they're, because the games, then there's more riding on the games in the Premier League. It's more competitive. I think they can't afford in the Premier League to like rest or to to put in what you'd say is their, their backup players. Um, yeah. So, yeah, when it comes to Europe, it, that's kind of where they're then experimenting with either squad players or rotating or whatever, and it and yeah, like I say it might impact us, yeah, in the Champions League or Europa League because we're not necessarily paying our best teams in the competition now because the Premier League is kind of the one where they want to keep that in you know, that first eleven, you know, mm. there all the time. But I mean, it is it is crazy at the moment how they're chucking these fixtures together. It's just it's like relentless. I mean, it's great for us fans as football you know, all the time, but you can see how it's, you know, it can affect these players. Now, the, the high intensity and like week in, week out, just playing all these games, it's going to oh. take an effect at some point. I mean, the, the international friendlies doesn't help. I mean, I don't understand why you have, we've got two nation league games and then they've chucked in a friendly as well. Yeah. why they start adding more uh, international games in the breaks? It's just
0: madness. Money, money. I think well, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, the FA. Um, there's some news coming out that where Mr. Clark has uh, made a boo-boo, um, mm. and is I think has he resigned? Uh, I think yeah, I just, yeah, yeah he's he resigned is. half an hour or so. Still, yeah. um, but I think it's a mo- it's just a money-making scheme to me. There's no reason if you have got two games in the break why we need a friendly oh, third. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. the problem is Gareth Southgate will say, "Well, I haven't." Seen it. Haven't seen them since, well, actually, he's only seen, missed them for about three, three weeks, three, four weeks, was it, since the last yeah. national break? Yeah. It's, yeah. It, yeah, it, it stinks of um, a bit of broadcasting money. To,
2: but you, you also stuff. wouldn't mind if you knew the squad was going to go there and Southgate was going to pick what everybody thinks is probably his best 11, give or take one or two. But it will throw a in there that he's got absolutely no intention of playing in the summer. So we'll learn absolutely nothing and you'll probably pick up a couple of injuries stupid
0: yeah it just seems another 90 minutes 90 minutes so um yeah i mean going back to the weekend obviously i, I want to get it over and done with um because we had a crap weekend which i actually tweeted an hour before the game on sunday night that we would have a grim performance when i saw the front three and we did not much to say about it pretty pathetic um The other side, North London, um, is smiling because Mourinho seems to be getting a bit of a trick out of Spurs now. Corf, yeah, he's certainly getting something out of that squad.
1: Um, We were top of the league for what good, like good half an hour, top of the league, which was good. Enjoyed that. Um, It's a strange, yeah, we're we're not playing great, but uh, well, in these last couple of games, but yeah, Mourinho's grinding out the results, which I guess is a good sign. Um, Could we be champions? Um not sure. With our defence, I don't think um, it's likely to kind of you know, get us the league. But, you know, I think we'll be good contenders for the top four. Uh, the next few fixtures are going to be the tough, you know, the tough ones that we've got a, good, a tough run in. So that kind of show where we are, really. Um, but who knows with this, the way this season's going with all sorts of random results, you never know. Could be another Leicester-style season.
0: Yeah, well, I think it was four times it was passed around, sort of like a hot potato, um, mm, from sort of really Saturday from midday to Monday evening. Um, obviously, sort of the second team that had a good look were Leicester, well, actually Southampton before that, but Leicester, um, I've got sort of next on the notes here, uh, JK, mm. they sort of just seemed to be creeping along. I sort of noticed, um, yeah, well, noted down. Obviously, Rogers doing a fantastic job there, and just um Vardy seems to be continuing mm. the run. Um but VAR had a big call in their game and uh, it was a crap weekend for VAR, I must say.
2: Yeah, drift. I mean, just on the Leicester thing, they they always seem to be there and thereabouts, don't they? Then I wouldn't even say it's bottle as such, mm. but they do just tend to fade away at the end of the season, which is a real shame because they actually play I don't think you see Leicester win dirty, if you know what I mean. You, they they play one way and they tend to win in quite an attractive fashion, don't they? So, mm-hmm. I,
1: yeah,
2: I do think they're overly reliant on Vardy. But then, if you've got him, you know, why not? It's a bit, I suppose, like most of the clubs, um, Kane, Abbié, etc. So, you know, whilst he's there and he's fit, they're going to do well, I think. But yeah, the VAR shouts were just unbelievably poor at the weekend. Well, They've been poor all season, but I think this weekend they were especially bad.
0: But weren't we looking? This is what I come down to it. I mean. Uh, VAR came in I really don't want to spend loads of time on this because it just it would drive me insane Um, but the idea was it was the clear and obvious decisions and now we are judging football that Bamford goal was such a superb lovely goal where everyone should be able to enjoy it apart from Crystal Palace fan and go God that was good and that would have been a match of the day and Bamford would have had a good write-up and it's done. It's written off for pretty much, you know, telling the winger where to, where he wants it. And it, we, we've just gone so far beyond it. But weren't we looking at the handball And wasn't that two weeks ago?
2: Yeah.
0: We, we're all going to chill out and go, right, unless it's basically, you know, you're lifting your arm above your head or making yeah. it obvious, it wouldn't be given. But there were two over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, you're
1: not at the point where you want the ball anymore. It's ridiculous, we, isn't it? Which yeah.
0: just you know, and, and it's just, for for me, you know, taking the lines and then putting the point of his underneath uh, his bow and uh, under under his shoulder, it's just gone. Yeah, and um, it's, it's one of those
2: it's one of those strange things as well. Normally, isn't it? Whereby what are we eight, seven, eight games in the season? I think anyone's played more than that, have they? Mm-hmm. So no. And normally you'd be like, oh, they're going to make a rule change. Well, that's grossly unfair on anyone that's benefited from one of those stupid decisions. But this time, you think. Jesus, just change it. I don't care if we've been hard done by because it is ruining the game. Just change it. It is infuriating, especially when you've got really experienced referees telling less experienced referees to go and have a look at it. Like Mike Dean is a moron, but he was making some very strange decisions as VAR. Yeah, go look at it. Don't get it. Don't get it.
0: You've got a weekend of. I noticed Mike Dean and Michael Oliver Mm. were both on VAR. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The two, yeah, they're the two best we've got, aren't they?
1: Yeah. sadly,
0: yeah. It's, it's
1: madness that they're, yeah, they're, they're kind of going down this path, and it's, it's crazy. You're making a, you know, football's not a perfect game, but they're trying to make everything perfect. It's just,
2: yeah,
1: it's not going to happen, it's and it, it's, yeah, it's definitely killing it. It's the enjoyment's going out of it. When you like, like Charlie said, you're getting really good goals ruled out mm. for something minor, and it's like we don't want to see this ruled out. We want to see those goals. And and to be fair, it's happened to against all of our teams. Yeah. You you sometimes just you just deal with it. And you're like, well, that sh- maybe was offside, but it happens, mm. and you know it's all part of the game. People love in, you know love seeing goals, and like yeah, pff, they're just they're stopping goals more mm. now. I think. I mean, the stats might be against me there on that comment, but I'm pretty sure it feels to me that they're stopping more goals than there would be previously.
0: Yeah. And I just think, like you say, it's just the enjoyment factor. You know, sometimes they go against you, you know, in a game, you'll be happy, you'll be, you know, not, Mm. you'll be happy, you'll be pissed off, but that is the game. And that's where you go to the pub after and you chat with your mates and go, do you know what, we had a bit of luck today or we we went against us. But, you know, okay, maybe it's the the old cliche, it it all levels out at the end of the season. I know that obviously yeah. in some cases, you know, for example, going back to the end of last season Sheffield United's goal at Villa Park.
1: But oh madness, yeah. I mean but- like, I think we've, you can you can accept if it's a, an official a human mistake, like a linesman <clears throat> getting it wrong yeah. or a referee making a mistake with their eye. You can you can accept that. You go okay, they got it wrong, it happens, it's the speed of the game. Mm. But when they're getting it wrong, when they've looked at about 20 replays, they've drawn thousands of lines on it. Yeah. And then they still get it wrong. That's when it pisses you off and you get frustrated with it. And you're like, what how have they come to that conclusion? Yeah. Mm. That's the bit they need to stop. Mm. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And obviously, um, so yeah, Leicester had the slice of luck because, you know, obviously he scored the dodgy penalty and missed the penalty that actually was a stonewaller. Um, mm. and then the one mm. actually you know Leicester probably deserved it but Wolves can feel a bit hard done by really on that one I imagine
1: yeah is it, just going back on Leicester as well it's funny how last week we were kind of we brought up Brendan Rodgers and we were uh, almost I wouldn't say we were slating him but we were kind of saying would he is Leicester like his limit can he go to you know a bigger team and it, they are a funny one Leicester because like like Johnny said they kind of they seem to just be grinding out these results or not grind them out but they're getting these results and they're in a Great bit of form. Mm. Um I, I wouldn't rule them out for being yeah for winning the league. To
0: be honest, I actually the way going. I was actually um, thinking the other day. I, I actually fancied them for the Europa League.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they yeah the the squad stre- would be stretched a okay. little bit. Like I think Johnny said as well, they they are reliant on Vardy. I don't think Inatros really up for it if he plays in. Yeah. The Europa League,
0: fifty-fifty um, to see how well they get through their group. They've started quite well. I just think if they got to the yeah. the, the sort of say quarter-finals, on yeah, they're not going to be in any trouble in the league. I don't think they're going to be in a position to win it. I'm putting my head out, on, you know, above the parapet there. I think, um,
2: I think if they, the Leicester, they're one of those. I know we just said about Vardy, but you can see why people would go and try and buy you know, a Tielemans or might go for the centre-back. I've forgotten his name now. But the right-back... Well, I, say honesty, Pereira.
0: I was trying to get yeah. in.
2: But yeah, but it's sort of like they've got enough players that they're probably the next club to almost be picked off. You know, when Spurs went through that stage of sort mm. of like they are some brilliant players and United just decided they'd go and pay over the odds for them. It sort mm. of feels mm. a little bit like that for Leicester. Like they've done so well for so long and they'll just be picked off. Like Madison's another one. I know they signed new contracts and stuff but you can see yeah. they'll probably get picked off.
0: Possibly i, yeah, I just think players, yeah. and the problem is the big club um the big club thing is I think getting more faded every year, to be honest, because the big clubs are actually um a lot of them are struggling, you know technically man united um mm. are the biggest club in the league um I mean I only really see successful yeah. sides at the moment. The, the ones you want to go to would be probably Liverpool, possibly City. Um, yeah, it's supposed uh, not it? Yeah. The problem you've got now is you've got a good sign. If he, if I think it, you know, if he gets a tune out of Bale, who are you going to sign that goes straight into that team? Maybe a better fullback, back mm-hmm. um, but it's a settled side. So it's yeah. difficult because you suddenly think, actually, yes, they want to move up. But how far can you move up? Because Leicester are right in the bloody mix at the moment. So
2: yeah, it's the same with Southampton, though, isn't it? As well, like they're going to have oh, going and run very, now until January.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. And it's sort of like, well, if they keep it up, you know, what's to say that people won't move for any of their players in January? It's just, it would almost just be a shame that you know, if you're if those two are in the top six or seven, we're sort of I don't know when January comes round. It'd be nice that you said, you can't buy any of their players just mm. to see where they would end up. It would be fascinating. <laughs> I think, yeah
1: it's a strange one with, yeah because with Southampton they, um, I'm not sure they're similar to Leicester in terms of players that the top teams would would go for right now which is, I think really good for Southampton because normally yeah their players do get picked off mm. but I think their current 11 it's, it's good and they're playing well um, but I don't think it's, there's no players in there that I think any of the top six would go for so that's really good for Southampton at the moment because I think they keep that 11 together playing as they are yeah Um who knows what they could do in terms of maybe pushing for a European place. Yeah. Um it's just my worry for them would be if they get injuries, the depth of the squad's
0: not this is it. Not good at all. This is, this is it. it. I was I'm about to gonna... say, I mean, just first of all, credit where credit's due to their um board, to be honest, because we thought Hassan Hart would have been sacked after the nine nil against London last mm-hmm. season, but it shows actually what can happen if you show a bit of loyalty um, and dig in a bit. I was just about to say, um, obviously, the Ings injury coming, obviously, it's not as major uh, as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's where the Che Adams can get the goals and, you know, one or two more injuries, like you said, Corfe. How do they deal with that? And same with Leicester. Yeah. Who's a Vardy. <clears throat> losing Madison I mean, mm-hmm. okay and Madison was out for a few games this month, mm-hmm. but I just think the cracks start to appear um, but you don't know if it happens mm-hmm. it's this yeah, they, the, they
1: do the basics they, they do the basics really well to Hampton I think like they're they're two centre backs they're not again they're not players that most teams would go for but they're just they're, they're solid you know they're the defenders basically yeah yeah they're, yeah exactly they're tall yeah. they're commanding they just keep the game simple but then the. They rely that their paces on their full-backs. and obviously Romelu does the you know the tidying up that kind of role, and obviously Ward Prowse mm. busy like he is. So, that, just do everything simple and basic, and it just works. And I think that's credit to Hassanfield, Like Charlie said, I think mm. he, he's just got them playing in a simple system. There's nothing complicated about what they do. They're mm-hmm. not trying to do what Pep does sometimes and play like a you know a goalkeeper as a striker or something. You know what I mean? To try and do oh, something that crazy. One. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm. The classic, yeah, you know, the old school Dion Dublin up front, but yeah, they're just keeping everything simple, basic, and it, it seems to be working for them at the moment. It's it's enjoyable to watch them play mm. at the
0: moment. It's not yeah, yeah. and then and then sort of the two similar strikers up front, it's actually quite nice to see uh, they're not a four they're not technically a four, four, two throwback, but not far off it.
1: Mm. Mm. And I yeah. think
0: that's what makes it simple. I think uh, you know, they basically go out there and know their role. I think that's half the problem with a lot of sides now. Arsenal being a great, great um, example of that. I think a lot of them don't know where the hell they're meant to be playing um, and they're not playing in their best positions. You know, ruma- yeah, ruma- exactly. you know Ske- Romelu, you, exactly, exactly, yeah. you just say, look, you sit in front of the defence, you pick up the ball. You know, there's a reason why I was at Barcelona. You don't know say become a bad mm. footballer. Um, get the ball and give it. I was actually surprised, slightly surprised um, Walker Peters wasn't called up to the England squad for replacement for Alexander Arnold because so I think he's been absolutely flying um but I think Southgate's gone for obviously Bellingham instead we'll come on to that um mm. other end of the table guys I think um I must say I know Corfe has mentioned um Sheffield <laughs> United so um kudos on that one um is it just a case of them and Burnley teetering now? Have they just been found out? For the, you know, obviously, Sheffield United's second season syndrome, but Burnley—are they just running out of quality, really? JK, I,
2: I think they've had it. I think, especially without, let's say, less like for Burnley, but for Sheffield United with no crowd, I, I just think everything's sort of conspiring against them. And I think Korf called it early on. I think they're, they're gone. Burnley, i just think, again, Sean Dash, we spoke about it last week. I don't think he can do any more with that squad and there's almost a little bit of realisation with it. So, yeah, they're both not particularly good to watch. They don't score goals. They're gone, both of them. Uh,
0: do you think, um, just looking particularly at Burnley, obviously Nick Pope um, is in that situation now. Where I do think he will actually play um, one or two of these games for England this week. Does he need to move in January, or do you stick with it because you're playing week in week out at Burnley, um, and then you're in the shop window next summer? Cor, I don't know what you think about that one. And obviously, Sheffield United, what do you think? Um,
1: yeah, I was going to say with yeah with Pope. I was, I was just thinking as you said that, I was thinking, well, where where would he go? And then um, I thought actually Southampton. He could be a good keeper for Southampton. I think he'd be he's better than McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if they, if you're looking at Southampton's 11 right now, the weak point may be the goalkeeper. So, if Pope wanted to make a, a step up uh, and make sure he gets first team football, I think that's the only team really I could see him kind of fitting into. Otherwise, yes, yeah, you know, don't move in January if you're not going to play, because I think that would then affect his England's um, place, which, like you say, he's, he's likely to get, it looks like, coming up in these internationals. So, um, Right now, though, if I was Pope, yeah,
0: just stay put, stay put, play, and games. play games. Um, Sheffield United, Golf, yeah. you, you called that one quite early. Um, is yeah. that just a case yeah, of I could kind run of... out of goals and you know, pretty similar to Burnley? Um, or yeah,
1: exciting? I think I said, yeah, at the start of the season on one of the earlier pods, it was just like looking at their squad, it was kind of had that feel of a championship squad. Um, but like, like Johnny said, um. You know, last season, they would have had the crowd with them. Every, you know, the, mm. It was like the way they pl- played, everyone was like, well, this is new. We haven't really kind of worked them out yet. Um, but this season, yeah, everyone knows how they're going to play. Um, and yeah, the squad's just not just not good enough for the Premier League, unfortunately, for them. Um, yeah, I can't see them scoring goals. All their strikers are championship strikers. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, unfortunately, I think, yeah, it's, it's doom and gloom for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris has done a good job, but... I think yeah, it's just a bridge too far. Yeah, and yeah. I think for yeah. sure. Um,
0: obviously, I, I, I guess it's an obvious third with, with it being Fulham between all of us. Or they haven't. They yeah, haven't. I, I mean, obviously, West—they—they they sort of turned over West <laughs> Brom the other day, but it wasn't much of a game, and there was an absolute worldy goal. I didn't don't know whether you saw it from the right back, and I've forgotten his name for Fulham, um, but he scored with his. For uh, absolute blind, follow Anya. Yeah. Anya, um, you know, she's a great singer as well. Um, <laughs> but um, I just don't think Fulham. Have, I mean, I was actually when they signed Loftus Cheek on Loan, I mm. thought he might be a good fit there. But is he just a classic example of he's surrounded by not that much quality? Yeah,
1: but... someone's been disappointed for me is, is uh, Mitrovic, yeah. he's been pretty disappointed. I was expecting him to. If they yeah. were going to do well, the you know goals from him, but he's he's not really kind of too reliant on him doing it. I mean, I feel yeah, I feel a little bit sorry for Scott Parker because I can you can see he's trying to play in a certain way, almost, in the way that everyone kind of wants to be play, like the high pressure, But he does look a bit like he's treading water a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. And to be fair, the penalty at the weekend. I mean, if he
2: sticks that away, what was he thinking? Mm. What on earth was he thinking? <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's the point. That takes them sort of, you know, a little bit. I mean, I was just having a quick look. They're already getting cut drift a little bit. So Sheffield United, Burnley, yeah. West Brom, already seven points away from 15th. So there's only Brighton and Fulham really in that relegation mix. And, you know, if by Christmas, it's probably going to be that five and it's just three from that five.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, I think yeah. the only way maybe Burnley can stay up is if the other teams are worse than them. So Sheffield United, yeah. Fulham and West Brom. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it's between those four. Yeah, I'm not sure which one of the three. Really
0: interesting. with West Brom there was sort of some performances, but it just shows, you know, when they were three nil up against Chelsea the other week, mm. you've got to see that game out if you're three nil up. Two nil yeah. is always a tricky one because two one, the next yeah. goal was always the one. But um, yeah, you know, three nil, you just um, you just got yeah. to out by, by hook or by crook. Um, mm. um, yes, we, we come into um, internationals this week um, We, you know, obviously a game yeah. a game too many, we believe um, But what, what do we think, first of all Obviously the Bellingham call-up uh, call is probably the most interesting bit of news In the last day or so um, Right decision by Southgate on form Or is it a bit early for him and he's gone for a player out of a big club Rather than somebody sort of lower down in the league
2: Impossible to tell.
0: Mm.
2: I think like it, this is my point around. If he's picking players with a view to maybe taking him in the summer, then yeah, one let's have a look at him. But if everyone's fit, is he? He's just not going to play, is he?
1: It's just not going to happen. Yeah, that's the same as I was thinking. I was like, I looked and I thought, oh, this is good, exciting, yeah. a youngster coming in. Then I thought, is he going to play even in these free games? Yeah. And is he going to play in the yeah Euros? And it's like almost like we're hyping it all and everything. But yeah, was, I'm, I'm not sure with Southgate at the moment because yeah. I think. I think he's going to try and play it safe, especially in the Nation mm. League games. He wants to get, obviously, get through. So, yeah. Would it, would maybe in have, the friendly, but would we have Southgate, sure
0: though, if he went for a boring, uh, if he chucked in just, you know, a token centre back or right back that we've seen before, is it not quite a good thing, the fact that he's been playing for the under 21s for England solidly? Uh, yeah. And he does, you know, he does go back to the youth system, obviously, that he was a part of and calls him up from there. You know, is it, are we a bit yeah. quick to have a go at him or is it one of those where, you know, a bit of experience will do the job?
1: Yeah, no, nothing, like nothing against the, the call up at mm. all. And I think maybe, yeah, right decision from Southgate in terms of pick, pick a youngster who's, yeah, by all accounts is playing well for Dortmund, but it's,
2: yeah
1: the frustrating side of it will be don't pick him, don't call him up and then don't play him at all. Yeah, I agree. Because then there's no point. You might as well have just picked a token defender or mm. whoever you want to pick. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, pick, brilliant he's called up. Let's see him play. Let's put him in there.
0: I can't yeah. see why it shouldn't be pretty much, I, I would actually like to see almost like a changed 11 for this Ireland game. See how a number two England side would play. Um. I don't think he'll go that many changes, but hopefully we sort of see three or four. And like you say, if Bellingham can get 60 minutes or so, because um, it's like the Grealish situation. The last time we went into these internationals, Grealish hadn't played a minute, then played right. superbly well, and actually st- then didn't play enough for me. Um, is Grealish, yeah. now that we sort of lock in as a starter, because his form has carried on being very good? Has to be, yeah. Has to be in there. Grealish, I'm going to be,
1: I'm going to not watch any more England games if he doesn't play Grealish. (laughs) Wow. I just, I want him to, you just know he's going to pick Mason Mount.
2: Jack Grealish won't start. He just won't do it. Is it the Mason
0: Mason Mount complex or is it the Sterling-Sancho? Well,
2: Sterling and Sancho, I can understand why you play them ahead of Jack Grealish. Like, in the tournament i get that but jack Grealish should he warrants his place in the start based on his form mm. but he won't pick him well i'll say that and you go and pick him but i i, I just don't trust southgate some of the names in that Ooh. squad just i don't get at all
1: is there an argument that grealish starts ahead of sancho at the moment i would yeah, say definitely, that, yeah definitely. yeah yeah for sure yeah
2: but, but i just think if you just know if we start the tournament in the summer if both Sancho and Sterling are fit, they're probably ahead of Jack Grish regardless. It's just annoying.
0: I I I hope not. I I tend to agree. The one question I'm thinking thinking ahead in the summer, do we think Kane might actually drop a bit deep and have somebody ahead of Kane? Or is he just going to be England's number
1: nine? He has to be. We haven't got anyone else. Yeah, it's exactly. It's it's who do you. T- I, I mean, that would be fantastic. You'd play him and then you can have someone running past him. Um, but yeah, it's he then taking someone else out that potentially, you know, the striker doesn't do as good a as job as someone else might do just behind Kane, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I just felt risk- like, I, mean, just I felt it's- like
0: throwing a grenade in there because Sterling obviously sometimes plays <laughs> for City as a full striker.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. You could play someone like Grealish and Sancho wide and then. Sterling off of Kane it might you know so that's kind of stuff you'd like to see you know tested in these friendlies but I think Southgate won't do that Um, I mean it's too early obviously to try and get his system ready for the Euros so I think it's probably a good time to just play some different players play a different system see if a new system might work for England you never Mm -hmm. know you might come across something and think hang on a minute this could win us the Euros but so it's too early to kind of set into what he might look for in the Euros. But mm-hmm. I think Southgate won't think like that. He will be planning for the Euros in these
0: games. Okay. Which I think is too early. And a, and a bit further back, um, the pitch, um, I must add, I thought Maguire um, was very good at Everton. I don't know whether you agree with that, JK. He almost he got his. Better. He almost got his testicles taken away from him as well. So big respect to... Yeah. Uh, Tim, for uh... <laughs> is
1: that just is that just because he hasn't he's not standing out as making errors that he looks like he's improved? Oh, I thought
0: defensively yeah. he was clearing yeah. his lines really well. He was just doing his yeah, job.
2: He was, but then they were pumping up to Calvert Lewin, so that kind type of defending he's fine with, not a problem. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's everything else. The that quick he's players around him, with, so yeah, which is why. Yeah, yeah, we. I could go on a whole pod about Harry Maguire. I'm not going
0: to do that. Please don't. Yeah. we haven't got that. We haven't got that <laughs> long tonight. We'll have, we'll do a special. Yeah. Um, yeah, And do we think? Obviously, you know, right? Or do we do we think he'll play Maguire and Gomez? For Probably. The, for the, I'm, I, I mean, just... let's be honest. Belgium was the big game. So if we sort of have a bit of focus on that one, um, do we think it's going to be three at the back with the two? sort of full backs can sort of go on or do we think it's going to be a four at the back a bit safer and it seems to be where we've been going the last few games
2: so yeah cause there's four decent center backs so yeah Gomez Maguire Cody and Mings like they're, they're all I mean would you put Michael Keane in there I'm still not sure about him but yeah five center backs there that you could pick are they are they vastly better than each other probably not Joe Gomez is any with any pace is he
0: Yes, yeah. I think Cody's yeah. not not really put a foot wrong since he came, um, since he came in. Um, yeah. But it's the classic. I think we know that if you haven't made sort of a clangor for Southgate, yeah. um, you know, apart from yeah. going to Mykonos and getting absolutely battered, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. you sort of everything's on the pitch, and you know, if you've done a job for him, that he'll carry on picking you. So. You know, as much as I think Cody actually deserves to keep starting, it's, you know, you, you've only got enough spots for you know, a couple of players probably. So I don't think it'll be three at the back. I
1: mean, I, I think there's an argument to leave out Gomez, to be honest. I don't think his form's been fantastic. Um, he's a bit
0: iffy against City. He's had a...
1: Yeah, he's had a few games like that. Um, I think he's literally in there place, isn't
0: it? pace, isn't he?
2: That's yeah. the only reason you'd stick. Him. Well, so the only you can obviously defend a little bit, but yeah, yeah,
1: he's one of our best yeah. defenders. But yeah. you, if you're going to kind of pick on form and, and especially like again for a friendly against Ireland, play Cody or you know, see what he can see what you can do. Yeah. Maybe even drop drop Maguire just to see again how England cope without Maguire it's almost
2: like like you just yeah. said yeah, you could play Maguire and Gomez in one of them and Cody and um, Mings or Keane in the other there's, I, there's not a huge thing to you know, choose between well, them
0: there. where I think we'll learn quite a bit is Thursday let's say Cody starts if he plays yeah. the whole match obviously he's not going to play Sunday but I'd be interested to see the substitution second half to see who he brings off thinking actually he's doing the job yeah. and um, you know they can then start yeah. the next game Um who do we think will actually come straight in for um, Trent on the right? Reese James. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I like to think Reese
2: James, yeah. yeah. Who do we think is going to come in or who would we like to come
0: in? My then? question My question <laughs> to that is, he picked up a red after the final whistle.
2: Oh, yeah, fair point. Yeah, is he suspended? Now, is he suspended oh, yeah. for the friendly
0: so, yeah. or is it just...
2: Oh. Yeah, so It's Maguire, isn't he? What are we talking about? so
0: Maguire got a red <laughs> um, but does yeah, it yeah. count for, so for the nation does course. it count for fenders as well this is what I'm I don't think it does I think it's competition isn't it so, so if we are without McGuire, it might actually be the best decision to actually you know it's forced upon him then
1: yeah so then right back what's the choice then it's going to be Walker is it is yeah Kyle Walker seeing that yeah Trippier's Probably. in there as well oh, Maitland-Niles oh,
0: maitland oh, oh, I'd hope I'd oh, hope Christ. Trippier actually goes straight in because actually he's doing quite well for Atletico Madrid and if he's starting week in week out for them he can't be doing much right well.
1: yeah between mm. yeah between him and Walker I mean Walker's
0: yeah, um, to happen.
1: well he is but he's actually he's done, done a right to be fair this season he's it's weird because in Man City's squad yeah he he's looking like one of their better did players you see players, the Liverpool game which is odd I did see the <laughs> Liverpool game yeah <laughs> did you just... listen to Roy Keane <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> not the best uh, not the best tackle in the penalty area uh, in the first half I just think the problem is he has got one of those in him but the thing he's got for him yeah, obviously he's always got pace to go out the line and he's sort of up and down the flank like a cell bunny yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Trippier is your safe bet and uh, I think Southgate loves a bit of safety so yeah he does
0: so we'll see I mean yeah. that that's interesting on the Keep suspensions on. Um, in goal pick for his iffy again <sighs> over the weekend how many iffy games does he have to have Ancelotti dropped him the week before yeah really random uh, and then the other keeper had quite a good game I think it was Oldson at Newcastle I know they lost the game but actually he made a few good saves but then brought Pickford straight back in. He, uh, yeah, almost Kung Fu'd Aaron Maguire straight back to Greece. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it just it's just little mistakes every game. And Pope is clean sheets in a boring side, yes, but clean sheets is really where you can only judge him. You know, it, it's the decision is there to be made, really now, isn't it? Because we're suddenly going to be, at, you know, next summer, and we don't want to have the situation where we go into the tournament not knowing you's your number one.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a myth with the goalkeeper. Select, why Southgate selects Pickford because he? A lot of what, what people people saying is he picks him because he's he's better on the ball than Pope. But he just lumps it. I think Pickford, I think Pickford's terrible with distribution. So Pope, Pope's a solid choice. You know, like he's going to be reliable in goal. It doesn't matter about his distribution because you know none of the keepers are great at it anyway. Um, yeah, I think this just, just got to be the time now. Surely, if any any time you're going to drop Pickford and maybe hope he doesn't return, yeah. it is now. Yeah, I agree. It has to be. Um, well, I
2: think Ever- Everton will move to replace him again in January, weren't they? Like they tried for Romero and for some stupid reason, we didn't let him go. So if he'd yeah. if he gone there, there's no way he was going to be number two at Everton when he could be number two at United. So to all, you know, Pickford was out wasn't he? <laughs>
1: So yeah and i can't i can't see I, I don't think pitford's a premier league goalkeeper out now he's just wild he's wild that's the problem
0: it's what yeah it's and if it, and the problem is if he's wild and you've got a world class manager coming in who can't tame the beast um <laughs> then yeah. you know there's going to be questions raised um yeah so yeah, it's okay. um yeah, watch this space. He
1: goes from Everton. Who, you know, who's he who's going to? He go to? Can't, uh, can't see uh, it. goes to Burnley uh, to replace Pope.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Burnley. Well, that's not a bad um, Burnley, Southampton, um, anywhere. I don't think Celtic, to be crazy Celtic game, but... or Rangers.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's a Premier League goalkeeper. I think, yeah, Scottish football, championship. Um, Reading, Jason, it, if you're listening.
0: Yeah, we, well, question mark, question mark. Maybe, Jason? Maybe we'll answer it one it's day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it, it's it, we don't know with it to be honest, but I think we all agree. Pope, the problem with Henderson, um, he's gone back to United to challenge De, Gea. De Gea's form's okay, and now he's not playing any mm-hmm. football. And we did yeah, say I that was an odd move,
1: before, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. I think he's shot himself in the foot a little bit there, Henderson. I think, um, you know, as much as Pope might be in a relegated team, he won't be playing in the Championship next summer. Um, I think it's just you've got to keep playing football, um, but, um, which we shall see in January, because Henderson might try and force a lone move, but um, it might be too late by then. Um, let's just make predictions. I mean, obviously, the, the Belgium is the big one. Um, they've got, obviously, a decent side front to back. Do we think we can get a result out there? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, score predictions 2 1 England, JK. I'll go 3 0. I think we're him. I'm gonna go for a kg, boring to watch one all, but coming out of it very happy. So, yeah, score draw for me. Um, and we move on to our themed 11. Um we've had a few weeks away to think what our theme's going to be. <laughs> it could have been a lockdown eleven, it could have been a disease eleven. Um, but we've decided to be a bit upbeat and we've gone for a Christmas eleven. Um so in the forthcoming weeks we shall have uh, eleven fantastically Christmas themed superstars. Um mm. tonight we're just plotting our goalkeeper in there and i'm gonna let corf go first with his <laughs> here ex- <we> go. example <laughs> or examples
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrap yourself in. um okay yeah i didn't have too much time to oh, here we into go it, but um, uh, excuses i had I, no i had one I guess, it was good so i'll go to i'll go for one that i found on the internet internet hey cheating uh sl- slay given
0: Oh, okay. oh very yeah. good yeah, yeah one of mine yeah 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 all um, well, the kids won't understand
1: but the one I the one I yeah the one I came up with earlier was um, Pepe Reindeer Pepe Reindeer
0: Reindeer yeah yeah not Pepe bad. Reindeer not like bad. that yeah. like that Pepe yeah. Reindeer yeah okay are they your two have you got anything else under your sleeve there Coff cool. is, it, is two, it best yeah, so you joking. don't mention them
1: no no that's the that's the only two I came up with, And I go with Peppa. It. Um
0: it's annoying because Slate given was my I was thought I was chuffed with that. I was sitting there going, nobody's gonna <laughs> have that and I didn't even know it was on the internet annoyingly. Um yeah, JK? I definitely didn't have
2: that. Yeah, my mine are, mine are, <laughs> terrible. But I'm gonna go for him anyway. <laughs> It's Tim. Ho oh, oh, ho, Howard.
0: Oh dear. <laughs> oh um, dear. But the the
2: the one I'm actually going for is Roy Carroll singers.
0: Roy oh, Carroll singers. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Coming the, in. Well, um, <laughs> annoyingly, um, my bro- both. I don't know why. I just don't go first myself because I can just cut other people. I had. Um, slay given and roy carroll but i didn't go for the carol singers i just went roy carrolls um so um (laughs) yeah that works better yeah yeah it does i was like yeah it does it actually works i've wasted so much time thinking about that yeah (laughs) um i mean to be fair i'm Uh, happy to put this to twitter those three and we can either we can plot it in before next week's um, pod, or we can choose now what 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 do you reckon guys? have we got a strong winner there? I'm not sure we have.
1: I'm not sure we've got Ooh. a winner, <laughs> not a <strong> winner. <laughs> uh we've got the situation like the England squad here where we're not sure which ones yeah. are well, all three of those keeper, keepers are getting
0: over Jordan Pickford.
1: <laughs> that's true yeah. um,
0: uh, I put my hand up to, to probably Pepe Reindeer because it's something slightly different.
2: Yeah, I quite like it, and he's he's cool as well. Cool. Pepe Pepe Reindeer, not we cool.
0: Well, course going to be happy with it because it's it's his. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Pepe right, Reindeer. Perfect. Well, so that is our number one in there, <laughs> Pepe Reindeer. Beautiful. You heard it here first. If you hear it anywhere else in the next Ooh. few weeks, um, they've copyrighted it, and we'll be in touch. Um, but that's it um my comeback is complete um thanks for the pod tonight boys <laughs> good to have you back enjoyable um and we will be bashing on week after week until christmas and hopefully we'll be out of lockdown by then so we'll see you next week um obviously keep looking at our instagram twitter um we'll be back on the social media um in the next week or so and we'll get this one out to you uh probably in the next day or so so keep listening and see you next week cheers guys Cheers, boys. Cheers.